welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What is going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm recording this on a Sunday and uh, we'll probably be publishing this on Sunday as well. But if you're new, welcome. This is a podcast for entrepreneurs. Uh, We cater to the home service business space. So if you own a uh, home service company of some sort, you know, you're servicing clients, uh, people's houses, businesses, whether you're a pest control guy, lawn care, cleaner, um, we work with everybody. A little background on me. My name is Matt Smith. I built a large home service business here in Michigan that I still own. And I also own a marketing agency called Service Industry Marketer, where we help uh, small businesses like yours with print marketing, Google AdWord management, and Facebook ads. So that's us. That's what we're doing here. Uh, We are putting out content, hopefully bringing you guys value, helping you grow your business, helping you avoid roadblocks that I went through um, and teaching you everything we know for free, essentially. So uh, yeah, we are super stoked on uh, the mission that we have ahead of us. And uh, we're just trying to help as many people as possible. Hey, if you aren't new to this podcast real quick, um, just trying to get all this in, we ask that you would please, please, please leave us a review. Uh, We ask this in every episode. And the reason we do is because we don't do any kind of ads on here. We don't make any money off the podcast. The only thing we ask in return is that you would leave us a review and share this on your social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or or whatever. Um, Share it on your social media or send it to somebody that you know would benefit from it. That's all we ask in return. So um, if you guys could do that, I know it takes a minute or two of your time, um, but we're putting out multiple episodes a week and they take a lot of time for us. So um, if you could just do that in return, it would mean the world. And that's all we ask. Nothing else. We don't expect anything else in return. So today I'm talking about uh, personal finance again. I've got an episode or two on our podcast about personal finance, but I want to just really hammer it in because... Uh, First off, it's something I'm very, very passionate about. Um, And second off, uh, I'm a big believer that if your personal finances are a mess, your business will be a mess, period. Um, If you cannot manage your personal finances, which by the way, managing personal finance when you really break it down is very, very easy. Um, If you can't do that, you will never be able to grow a big business and manage the finances of your company. Um, And, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a big believer in, in managing personal finance the right way, and I'm very, very passionate. In fact, it's one of my probably biggest passions. Um, I think I know why. Uh, you know, growing up, for those of you that know my story, my, uh, my dad, he never held a job. My parents were divorced. My dad was very, very poor, broke as a joke. His fault, okay? N- nobody else's fault but his. Um, but, man, I got to see what that life looked like uh, before he passed away. Um, the type of place he was living in was something you would see out of the movies, uh, and not in a good way, like bad, bad, bad. Okay. Um, and then my mom, which I lived with most of my life, um, she was, you know, doing the best that she could as a single mom. And now that I have a kid, I think back to like thinking what it would be like to be a single dad. I can't even imagine how hard it would be. 
And so like, I'm super proud of my mom for, for what she did for us. And, and, you know, we always had a roof over our head. We had food to eat. Um, you know, we didn't necessarily have enough money to, you know, splurge, but we had what we needed. Um, and so I kind of got to see, you know, what it felt like to be dead broke, like my dad was my entire life. And then I also got to see what it looked like to kind of just have enough money to get by and survive, right? And so growing up as a kid, um, you know, a lot of people would be surprised that I would say that I was blessed, but I truly believe that I was blessed to experience a lot of that uh, because especially, you know, my dad's situation, um, you know, when you go through some of the things that we went through, uh, as a kid, you mature faster, you know, so in the seventh grade, I really felt like I had the maturity level of a high schooler or even more, um, you know, and, and I think a lot of parents, you know, a lot of you guys that listen to this are parents, uh, us as parents, we don't realize what our kids take in and how much they truly understand. Right. And at a very, very young age, I was taking mental notes of all of this. Okay. I was taking mental notes of what it felt like when I would be at my dad's house and how freaking broke he was in the life that he lived. And I would take mental notes and say like, man, I don't ever want this. Take a mental note. So you don't forget how this felt. When I was with my mom, I would do the same thing. Like, man, we got everything we want, but that's, or we have everything we need, but that's about all we can afford, right? It was always just like we were living kind of paycheck to paycheck kind of thing. And again, bless her soul for, for doing everything she could um, because I had a dang good life for, for you know, the situation we were in. Um, but as a young kid, I'm taking all these mental notes and maybe some of you guys can actually relate to this, right? Uh, but growing up, I was like, man, don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. And I started to understand the, the power of personal finance and making money and how important it was to understand money and how to grow money, right? And then I had good friends where their parents were wealthy. I would take mental notes of the types of life lives they were living, right? What were the things that they were doing? What kind of jobs were they working? What were they doing with their money? Um, and then I had friends that their parents' companies blew up overnight, and then they overnight started living this you know crazy lifestyle. And then two years later, it was all taken away from them. Boom, mental note. Man, that, so don't go crazy when you get successful overnight because you just never know when it could all be taken away. So as a kid, right, when most other kids aren't thinking about this, I am thinking about this, even um, even when I may not totally uh, understand that I'm focusing on it, like, like I'm taking it in and I'm remembering it and I'm remembering what it felt like and I'm remembering what it looked like. And so for me, I had a big advantage because no, I wasn't taught really anything about personal finance. By the way, my school failed me in that, in that department. They didn't teach me what it meant to manage money. They didn't teach me what it meant to grow money or to make money. All they, all they taught me was that you need to go to college, right? And spend money on school and go into debt. So shame on them for not teaching me a single thing about personal finance, which by the way, most schools aren't, right? And so I didn't really have any kind of direction from anybody other than all the mental notes I took along my entire life. And so when I graduated high school and I went through Bible college and then I, you know, I moved out and I got out, out of my mom's nest, you could say, I had all these mental notes and I said, man, I'm not going to make those mistakes. So I lived extremely lean early on, right? And honestly, I still do. Um, to the point where 
I almost live lean now a little bit out of fear, knowing that at any minute it could all be taken away. And if it were all taken away from me, what kind of position would I be in? See, what a lot of people do is they don't think like that, okay? Now, I'm not saying you should live in fear, right? But what I'm saying is you should live smart with the understanding that, hey, anything can happen. And so if you're killing the game and you're making a bunch of money and you're out splurging on yourself and you're buying boats and jet skis and nice cars and you have a nice house and you got all the toys and maybe you got a piece of property to go hunting and you got a trailer and a new truck and and all this stuff, right? And then one day, boom, something happens that is out of your control, right? The economy crashes, you get hurt, you get in a car accident, you get sick, Um, anything, man. There's a lot of things that are not in our control. You have a heart attack, God forbid, right? You fall off a roof, any of it. And your income goes away. Well, guess what? Now you got all these things that, you know, maybe some you paid cash for, maybe some you put on a credit card, maybe some you took out a loan for. Dude, I'm telling you, it's a disaster waiting to happen. And so I'm not here saying like, hey, If you're making a lot of money, live like you're broke. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying to understand personal finance and to do it the right way, man, is so, so, so important. So that's what this episode's about, long story short. Um, When I say that personal finance, if you cannot manage your own personal finances, you'll never be able to manage your business finances and your business will be in huge jeopardy. I know this and I've realized this over the last year that we've been working really close with companies that... Most people just truly don't understand, man. Like, for example, when I ask somebody, hey, what are you doing in revenue? What did you do in revenue for 2018? Uh, we did uh, 290000 Okay, perfect. What is your marketing budget for, 2000, for 2019? What are you willing to spend every single month that you can do consistently? Well, I can spend two to $300 a month. Oh, stop right there. So you're telling me that your business is did almost 300,000 in sales, okay? You know it's gonna do more this year, right? Let's say it does 400,000 in sales this year, but you're only willing to spend $200 a month. Why is that? Well, you know, because I that, that's all we have to spend. We don't have any other money. Okay, well, let's backtrack a little bit. Why don't you have any other money? Well, you know, I've got three employees I have to pay. Um, I've got a small office space I have to pay and, you know, I have to take my own salary. Okay, well, how much are you taking out of the business? Well, I paid myself a hundred grand. Okay, so you have a $300,000 business. You paid yourself a hundred grand and how much are your bills every year? Uh, 45,000. Perfect. So you are essentially, right, taking $55,000 of extra pay that you don't really need, right? So where's that going? Most people don't have an answer. And here's the worst part. Most people don't have anything to show for it at the end of the year, okay? And so here is where we're running into a problem, guys. I'm not saying that, hey, if your bills are 45,000 a year, you should only pay yourself $45,000. What I'm saying, if you wanna grow a real business and you wanna scale, because by the way, a $300,000 business is a very scary place to be. There's no uh, security there, okay? You want to grow a big business so you have security. That way the market goes down, boom, you still have trucks running on the road. If you have a $300,000 business and the market tanks, 
you may scale down to one truck and guess what? It's just you again. But if you have a million dollar business or a $2 million business and the market crashes and you go down to 700,000, you still got, let's say four or five trucks running around and you can survive, right? But what I'm seeing is people are taking way too much money out of their business because they want to pay themselves more because they're not willing to sacrifice early on to grow their company. It's a horrible, horrible way to manage your business finances. And then they wonder 10 years down the road why they're not growing. It's because as a $400,000 or a $300,000 business, you're only willing to spend $200 a month. It's absolutely ridiculous. And so here's the deal. Here's what I teach everybody that wants to scale, okay? If someone says, Matt, I need help with personal finances. I want to grow a big business, okay? Can you please help me on the personal finance side? Absolutely. For your personal finances, I want you to go and I want you to write down literally every single recurring bill you have. Your mortgage, maybe you own or rent a house, you know, your rent payment, uh, your cable bill, your electric, your heat, um, whatever bills you have, right? Your car payment, everything. Insurance, I want you to write down how much you spend a month on gas how much you spend a month on groceries. You're like, well, I don't really know that. Well, go back into your bank over the last three months and average it out. See how much you spent at the grocery store. See how much you spent at the gas station. Create an average and boom, there you go. That's how much. When you write everything down on paper and you're able to look at it, add it all up and see what the total is. Once you get to that total, that is how much you need to survive, okay? Not have fun, not go out on the weekends to survive. Now, what I teach everybody is, okay, us as humans, we can suffer, but we can only suffer so long. So I also, when I was growing my business, okay, not the first year, but the second year, I put a little allowance in there for what I called fun money, okay? And it wasn't a lot, but I put a little bit in there for fun money every month so my wife and I could go to the movies, we could go out to eat, whatever the case was. But by the way, we were in laser focus mode of growing the company and doing nothing but that. Anything fun for the most part we were doing was free, right? It was taking the dogs to the lake. It was walking trails. It was, it was being outdoors. Anything that we could find that was free that we enjoyed, we would mostly go do that. But the second year, we had a little bit of fun money. And so if you're like, dude, I can't not do anything, good. We'll make a little fun money allowance for you. And don't go crazy, by the way, okay? This is, to grow a big business, you're gonna have to sacrifice. So write this all down, add it up, and that is what your salary needs to be. Break that over however many weeks, you know, over 12 months, and that's how much you should be paying yourself every single week. Because the way a lot of people are paying themselves is, oh man, it's June, I'm killing it, I did, let's just say 30,000 this month, I'm taking a bit bigger pay. Oh, it's December, we're really, really slow, we only did 4,000 this month, ah, I can't pay myself that much. No, 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 no. You need to average it all out, okay? My business account has a boatload of money sitting in it because I pay myself the same amount every single week. It's an average game. And so people ask me all the time, like, oh, you have a seasonal business? Well, what do you do in the winter? Well, what do you mean, what do I do in the winter? Well, how do you pay yourself? Like, how can you afford that? Because, dude, I average it out over the course of the year. People are so, uh, what is the word? They are... Uh, they're not focused, man. Like they aren't willing to sacrifice. Like, what do you mean? I'm going to pay myself the same amount in the winter as I would the summer. We're way busier in the summer. Dude, you're thinking about it wrong. And that's why you're not growing. 
Okay, personal finance comes down to being willing to do whatever it takes, right? And so for us, when I was first getting started, man, it was not fun at all. I paid myself freaking pennies. You guys have heard me say my first year I paid myself $12,000 and I had to go get a winter job that year because that was not enough money to pay our bills, right? But guess what? I paid myself $12,000, but you'd be surprised how much money I reinvested back into the business. See, most people with their first year in business, they would say, I don't have any money to reinvest back in the business because I took it all because I need to survive. Me, I said, listen, I'm gonna pay myself a small salary out of the business and I'm gonna go get a second job because I recognize the faster I can get out of this, the better. So I'm gonna sacrifice right now and go work two jobs, right? Because I know that the business needs the money more than I do. And then year two, year three, year four, year five, I'm gonna reap the reward and I did. It worked, guys. I'm telling you, it freaking worked. And so it just it's it's what it comes down to. I talk to people every day, and when they tell me their revenue and they tell me what they're willing to spend on marketing, it's almost laughable, right? And a lot of them, I'll tell them, I'll say, listen, for the revenue you're doing, and the amount of marketing that you're willing to, you know, how much money you're willing to spend every month, you're wasting your time. You're not going to grow. And so. Why I say personal finance kind of reaps everything with business is because, listen, if you aren't willing to sacrifice and stay on a budget for your personal side, you will never be able to manage the business side. There's too many things going in and out. You've got payroll, you've got insurance, you've got fuel, right? You've got office, you've got chemicals or equipment expenses, you've got rental expenses, you've got all these different expenses going in and out every single month over and over and over and over. Meanwhile, you're sucking the business drive cash, sucking it drive cash. And before you know it, the end of the year is here and you have nothing to show for it because you paid yourself. And there's nothing worse than paying yourself a crap ton of money out of the business when you shouldn't be. And then you can't manage your personal side, right? And then at the end of the day, you're like, crap, I'm broke on the personal side and my business account is empty. Dude, you need some help. I'm not a financial advisor by any means. So you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I have all the answers for you, but there's people out there like Dave Ramsey and all those guys. And although I don't agree with everything Dave Ramsey does, if you were to follow what he teaches, you would be light years ahead of most people. You see, most of us as kids weren't taught how to manage personal finances. That's the problem. And the reason is, is because most of our parents don't understand personal finance. Most of our parents are buying stuff on credit cards. Most of our parents are taking loans out for toys, right? How can someone like that teach you how to manage your finances? They certainly can't teach you how to grow them, okay? And so there's a big lack, guys. I'm telling you what, man, if you take this serious and you get good at it, and you teach it to your kids, and you teach it to your, your kids' friends, I really believe, man, it'll be a world changer. Like, I don't think we realize, like, people commit suicide over money because they're in so much debt, they're in so much trouble that they don't see a way out, and the only way out is suicide. It happens all the time. You hear about it all the time. We recently, my partner Mitch, his dad's buddy, just killed himself not too long ago. And we found out that he was literally just stressed out beyond belief over his business because of all the financial crap behind the scenes that nobody knew was going on. He didn't see a way out. And so when people say like, oh, Matt, you're kind of cheap. Oh, you know, 
um, you're a tightwad, like, guess what, dude? I, I may, you can call me whatever you want, but I'm not going to be broke because I'm stupid. A lot of people out there make stupid choices. They buy things they cannot afford. I know this is like elementary, but dude, I'm t- it's not. I see it every day. There's people in my family that do it. Like, it's a problem. It's a real problem. And my question to you is, if at the end of the day, you can't sacrifice and live lean, you need to ask yourself why. Okay, because that's a problem. Because here's the deal. If you can't sacrifice and live lean, no amount of money in the world will ever satisfy you. You will always be unsatisfied. Always. And so I want you guys to get your personal finances straight. Sit down with your spouse, your girlfriend, whoever it is, boyfriend, husband, kids. Write out every bill you have. Okay, it's going to feel stupid, but it's not, guys. Write out every bill you have. Because I would, I would venture to guess 90% of you guys, if I said, what is the exact dollar amount that you guys pay every single month for your bills? 90% of you guys couldn't tell me right on the spot. And that's a problem. You should know exactly how much your bills are every single month. And if you can't tell me that right now, then you are one of the people I'm talking to. Write down every single bill you have and figure out the exact dollar amount that you need to make to pay every single bill, okay? Do that with your spouse. When you're done with that, create a plan and say, what is it that we want to accomplish? Do we want a small business? If so, then yeah, you can afford to pay yourself more because you don't you're not worried about growing, right? But hey, do we want a business where we're growing and we have freedom of our time and we're making lots of money and you know it's a freedom business rather than a trap? Okay, well, what is it that we need to do on a personal finance level so we can reinvest more into our business? How much money do we really need to survive and be happy every single month? Write that number down and then pay yourself that exact amount every single week for the entire year and everything else the business makes goes back into the company everything. I'm telling you guys, I did it for five years straight and boom, it got me the result I wanted. So it just comes down to that word sacrifice. You got to sacrifice. And listen, at the end of the day, if you're a purebred entrepreneur, right? That's kind of the term that we created that, that we made up. But if you're a purebred entrepreneur, somebody who loves the game of building businesses, somebody who loves building things, creating opportunity, then you will have no problem doing this, right? But if you're not a purebred entrepreneur, you went into business because you hated your boss or whatever the case was, then you're probably gonna be the guy that struggles with this. You're probably the guy that should have a nine to five, to be honest. And I know that sounds harsh and some of you guys don't wanna hear this, but if you in your head want to have freedom of your time and you got into business because you wanna make money and have more free time, like taking all the money out of your business account and freaking draining it is not the way to do it, period. I'm not gonna beat a dead horse here, but I just believe in it so much, guys. If you can have your personal finances in order, it will change your entire life. You will have a stress lifted off your shoulders. You'll feel like that elephant that's been on your back for the last five years will be gone because you're in control, right? Of course, there's things that can take us out. We can get sick. We can get hit by a bus. All those things we can't avoid, but we can manage our finances correctly to set us up financially the best we possibly can. And when you do that, I'm telling you, you feel better. 
And what happens is when you actually know how much money you need to make to survive, you're able to reverse engineer and get to your goals faster. Because the problem is all, a lot of you guys want to make two, three, five hundred thousand dollars a year, but you don't even know why, right? Well, Matt, I want a nice car and we want to live on the lake and all. Okay, well, what does it actually take to get there? Because maybe you don't need to make five hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay, and I'm not saying don't go for big goals. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is you guys are setting goals and don't even know how to achieve achieve them. At the end of the day, you, you've got all these big numbers. And by the way, I am guilty of this, okay? I, I've done the same thing in the past. But you don't even know what you're spending in your own personal life. How the heck are you supposed to ever hit a goal? So you just got to get it together, guys. Become obsessed over this. Become obsessed over your personal finances. Become obsessed over your business finances. When you do, I'm telling you, your business will take off. It's, it's tried and true over and over and over. You hear guys like Gary Vaynerchuk talk about it all the time. Worked in his dad's liquor store for a long time, 10 years. Paid himself a, a, a low salary of 25 or 30,000 a year for 10 years straight. Built it from 3 million to 60. And then he reaped the reward. Okay? Man, a lot of you guys are, are going from, from zero to 120,000 and thinking you hit the jackpot. You're sucking your business. I'm telling you, it's going to come back and bite you. Five years from now, you're going to be dang near in the same spot you're at. And it's all because you weren't willing to sacrifice on the personal side. It's what it comes down to. We all want to make money. But I'm telling you what, you got to sacrifice early on to make real money later. All right, guys, I love you. If there is anything that we can do for you, if you need any help, if you need to reach out and email me and say, Matt, my personal finances are a mess. I'll hop on a call with you and do my best to help you. Again, I'm not a personal, you know, a financial advisor, but I feel like I've done a pretty good job for what I had. Because guys, I started with nothing, just like a lot of you guys. I mean, nothing. Okay. And I survived and I made it. And so if you're stuck, if you're stressed out about money, get a hold of me, man. I want to help you guys because I'll tell you what, Money can be the biggest blessing, but it can also be the biggest curse, okay? It can have a hold on you like nothing else. You could be carrying around an elephant on your back and there's a way out and you just don't know how to get there and sometimes you need some guidance and I'll do my best to help you and if I can't, I'll point you in the right direction to somebody who can. So I'll put my email in the show notes below and uh, as always, you know, leave us a review if you found this podcast valuable and uh, share it with somebody. So we love you guys. We're trying to put out as many of these things as we possibly can, but you guys know that I will only talk about things that I feel are valuable. And so if I miss a week, it's because I didn't have anything to say. Um, but this week I've got quite a bit to say to you guys. So I hope you've been enjoying it and I will see you guys on the next episode. Take care and go crush it this week. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.